Welcome to the Black History Toolkit podcast with Abu Bakr Madden Al Shabazz. Support the channel by subscribing and also making a donation via Patreon or buy a cup of coffee on Kofi. See the links below. You can also find out more by visiting the website abubakamadan.me. So let's have a look what Charles Montesquieu, where this um, element of what you call it now, a philosophy now, digs in. So don't you don't, you don't have just psychiatry and psychology, you've got philosophy. Yes, yes, last week I talked about anthropology. All of these disciplines were found during the enslavement period. So you will find if you study these disciplines roots, you'll find they have very little good to say about dark-skinned people. So here, Charles Montesquieu was considered one of the top people of the Enlightenment period, refers to us as these creatures, we're animals, not even humans at this time. This is philosophy. And these, these, these men are studied at the universities. And the students are never shown this part of their, their evil intent. These creatures are all over black with such a flat nose. So this is ridicule now. We're black, we've got a flat nose. Okay, once you say it long enough, etc., it becomes derogatory, it becomes negative. Okay, so this is what happened, and this is why many people. So, don't be, uh, don't you know, so all this actually shows that when you go on about the same thing all the time, people end up having inferiority complexes. And Michael Jackson is a prime example of this tradition. Okay, these creatures are all over black with such a flat nose that they can scarcely be pitted, in other words. You can't tell them from one another. They all look the same. They all look the same. It is hardly to believe that God, who is a wise being, should place a soul, especially a good soul, in such a black, ugly body. This is philosophy. This is what came out of philosophy. The love of knowledge to, 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 to deprive and to degrade people of color. Okay, so what I'm saying is that they're all working together, the plantocracy, psychiatrists, psychology, okay, anthropologists, they're all putting their little bit in there. So when Stuart Hall talked about the floating signifier, that race is a floating signifier, each discipline has something to say about race, especially when it comes to dark-skinned people, which is always a pariah at the bottom, it's always subordinate, and it's always looked upon less than. Then you've got the likes of David Hume, we're talking about the 18th century, Okay, so this is going to be practical examples and he attacks our minds and our physicality. There never was a civilized nation of any other complexion than white, nor even an individual eminent either of action, behavior, or speculation, mind thinking, cognition. No ingenious manufacturers among them, no arts, no sciences. So you can understand what's happening now. When you have this sort of information, this is lurking around in the 18th century, don't be surprised about the educational system where they try to degrade asking people by saying that we are intellectually inferior. We haven't created a civilization because these people are supposed to be the greats of science. Many of them never met an African in their life. Many of them didn't even go to Africa. Many of them didn't even see a slave. But they're making judgments. These armchair critics, many of these philosophers were, as far as black people were concerned. And how can we take them serious? If they're armchair critics with us, well, who else were they armchair critics for? Within the dominant culture. We need to look at these type of things. And then in the 20th century, the, one of the greatest historians of the 20th century, 
only adopts what the likes of uh, David Hume have said. The black race has never helped to create any civilization. Look how we sound similar to this one, okay? That's 1711. Yeah, okay, he lived in 1711, 1776, when he was supposed to have died during the Declaration of Independence. And in the 19th century, about the 1940s and 50s, he's saying the same thing. So we know where he got that tradition from. And then the person who's supposed to have emancipated slaves, this is what he says, okay? He passed, he, he passed the Emancipation Proclamation. First of all, it came out in September of 1862. And he basically said to the Southern states, that if you come back in the Union before January the 1st of 1863, you can keep your slaves. But if not, okay, your slaves are automatically free. How can he free slaves in states that are in rebellion against them? He couldn't do that. And this is what he says. It's a long thing. I may shorten it, but I may read through it all. Let's see what happens. I'm not, nor ever have been, in favor of bringing about social and political equality of the white and the black races that I am not, nor even have been, in favor of making voters and jurors of Negroes, nor of qualifying them to intermarriage with white people, and wish to say in addition to this, that there is a physical difference between the, race, the, white, the white and the black races, which I believe will forever forbid the two races living together in terms of both political and social equality. Well, he was right here. We look at what happened to George Floyd and all these, and you know, Trevor Martin and all these different individuals, even black women have been shot indiscriminately by police, you know? So what I'm trying to emphasize here, this is intrinsic to the American mentality. What makes this sad is that if you read Nancy Hanks, Nancy Hanks was Abraham Lincoln's mother. She was a Melungeon. She's actually related to Tom Hanks, the actor. Okay, many people may not know that, but Tom Hanks, the actor, is actually related to Abraham Lincoln. But Nancy Hanks is his mother. And she said that Abraham Lincoln's father was a slave. Abraham Lincoln's father was a black man. This is what she says. 